Sports checks overtime, ESPN 690 on a Tuesday, as you can hear. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos playing the Tuesday. Uh, by the way, just start here. What uh, what happened to uh, Party Next Door? Isn't that this guy's name? Okay. What happened to him? Like, where is he now? I don't know. The last song I heard from him, he uh, had a song with Rihanna like a couple of years ago. Okay. That's the last time I've heard anything from him. I'm sure he's jumped on some type of... DJ mix or something, making some money some way. Yeah, no, he, he looked out for him for some way. Yeah, the, the last thing he came out with was 2020. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even know that. Dude. Yeah. Okay. His last tweet was, but when the math ain't mathin. Uh-oh. What does that mean? October's very own. We got to go up to the six. We got to do a remote and find out. That's true. Get I some investigatory properties down here. What's going on? So anyway, that's the update on Party Next Door. The math is not mathing for him. But he did make that song Tuesday, and that is a confirmed classic. So here we are on a Tuesday overtime, taking you to 650, and then we will give it away to the boys at the Jumbo Shrimp. The fellas will call the game between Gwinnett and the Shrimp. Ronald Acuna Jr. will play for Gwinnett tonight on Rehab for the Braves. So get out there for that if you're on your way down there right now. Big night down there. So you got a Ray Charles bobblehead. You got Doug Peterson throwing out the first pitch. You got Ronald Acuna Jr. in the lineup. Probably going to be a good crowd. It ain't Thirsty Thursday, but it's Tuesday, and that's almost Thursday. And, you know, you can just buy beer at regular price. Uh, But a lot of good things going on. Stuart Weber will be there, which is maybe the most important. Take your picture with Stuart Weber if you see him. Um, But, yeah, a lot of stuff going down at the baseball grounds. We'll talk to Matt Davis as we turn over our coverage to them in just a little bit. Um, All right. Got a lot to do, Brian Middleton, but we start with this. Me and Austin were having this conversation just in the last segment about quarterbacks, moves you can make, quarterbacks being drafted, and he presented me a scenario that we just recently saw happen. The Arizona Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen in the first round. The very next year, coach got fired. They bring in Cliff Kingsbury, and Cliff Kingsbury says, nah, I don't care we picked him with the first, uh, first round selection. I want Kyler Murray. That's my guy. What do they do? They pick Kyler Murray the very next year. Josh Rosen's out of a job. So what if the Houston Texans make that same decision? They say, you know what? Davis Mills is good, but he's not our guy. And they go draft Malik Willis. So that's where this comes in with you. If the Carolina Panthers acquired Davis Mills from the Houston Texans to be the quarterback of the Panthers, would Brian Middleton, the Carolina Panthers fan, be excited, yes or no? Yeah, I think it looks better on the books. I don't know if he's a long-term solution. I know you think he's a maybe a long-term solution, mm-hmm. uh, the way that you tout him. But it really right now, it's anybody but Baker. Sounds harsh, but that's where really where I'm at. Now, there's some caveats, some extra bullet points, some fine-tuned uh, wording uh, that's really small, some fine print at the very bottom of that particular statement. But right now, it says anybody but Baker. Now, let me ask you this. What would you feel more comfortable with? Sam Darnold, which I know how you feel. Davis Mills, which I just want to keep in mind probably won't happen, but we've seen things like this happen. Or potentially Kenny Pickett. Like, if those were the three options, you got Darnold, you know what you're getting. Davis Mills, 
you saw pretty good things, but, you know, there's still – you really don't know what you have with Davis Mills, but you've seen enough to say, you know what, he's good enough to play in the league, and he's very young, so you can still develop this guy. Or would you rather than just be like, you know what, Kenny Pickett. You know, we'll let's just start all the way over. Trevor Lawrence. Not an option. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess give me David Mills. See, okay, you don't okay. – I guess. I mean, look, those are the three options. The Panthers are in a spot right now that – is not enviable, and and I get it. It's fine, but but, but in that scenario, give me David Mills, Let's, and then give me Kenny Pickett. You know, like that's how I would start bench cut or remove from the face of the earth. So you'd have to get rid of Darnold, huh? Listen, I'm just Darnold saying, Davis, himself. Davis Mills might be good. Like I understand his neck is super long. Like I get that. I understand he doesn't really fit in the team photos. They got to move the camera up. Yeah, I get the whole thing. You're gonna have to see him after this statement. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, have you seen it? I, I, yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Go uh-huh. to his pro football reference photo. Listen, I'm not mad at it. He can see over the defense. You know what I'm saying? That's why he delivers a good football. He sees it. Man threw 16 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions for the Texans. If I was Carolina and you had an opportunity to get Davis Mills and it doesn't cost like a first-round pick, man, I'd be all over that. Be all over that. Be all over it. They, they were going after the wrong quarterback in Houston. You don't, you don't really want Deshaun Watson. No, no, no. You want Davis Mills Jr. Boy. The third. Casey Bayless in the making. This is the foundational building blocks right here. When they look back at your 30 for 30. Yep. When they look back at your Hall of Fame career. In what? What Hall of Fame? The Palmetto Florida Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know. Valparaiso, Indiana Hall of Fame? I don't know. I'm not getting there. Shout out to my people in Valparaiso, Indiana, by the way. That's where I'm really from. But... That's a story for another day. Hey, I wanted to bring this up earlier, um, but I didn't, and I didn't warn you for this. So tread lightly, because this is this is this is an opportunity to get canceled. By the way, if uh, Baker Mayfield did not report today for OTAs, right? Okay. Um, and he's not there. Deshaun Watson is there. We know that. If the league steps in and makes a decision that Deshaun Watson cannot play. He's not going to – we understand where it is in a lawsuit, but the league could still step in because there is still some unresolved issues, right? So let's just say the league steps in, commissioner's exempt list, he does not play football. And Baker Mayfield decides he's not coming back. What would you, your reaction be towards the Cleveland Browns? Would, it, would you laugh like this is what you get for going after this guy? <laughs> right. Like, like that? Yeah. Would you laugh or would you be like – like, would you feel bad for them because they're the Browns? Like, what would the reaction be if that's what happened and they're literally playing, like, Case Keenum at quarterback? Honestly, man, I'd be like, I respect the Browns for making that decision of going all in on a quarterback that's exceptionally way more better uh, than the quarterback that they had already in sure. place. yeah. And you know what? You don't get anywhere. If I'm ever going to be the Casey Kurtz of ESPN 690, okay? If I'm ever going to be the uh, Casey Kurtz of broadcasting, good luck. There's going to be some risk that I got to take. I'm gonna have to talk to some people and and talk crazy to them to their face. I'm gonna have to stand my ground on a couple of different uh, uh, Mm -hmm. points and beliefs, regardless of how uncomfortable it makes everybody feel. And hey, trust me, it makes everybody feel uncomfortable, even the people on your side. That's true. And so I respect any organization, any player. Including Baker, even though, you know, that, that last interview, that was a little while. But I respect anybody who, within that vacuum of that situation that you just named or described, 
they take that risk. They went all in on Deshaun. They said, okay, we got everything we need save for the quarterback, and we can get a quarterback that is top five in the league, we believe right now, even having a year off, even with all the off-the-field stuff, he's a top five QB. And if we pair that with the people that we have, we got a chance right here. I know there's Joe Burrow. I know there's Patty Mahomes. I get it, man. Uh, Josh uh, up in Buffalo, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, get, I understand Lamar Jackson is an MVP. I know what's going on. But I think we got everything. We got the run game. got the defense. You had the wide receivers. You got yeah, a wide yeah. receiver. You know, you got another one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, it's – I respect Cleveland. And if it doesn't work out, so be it. It doesn't work out. I wouldn't laugh at him. I'd be like, hey, man, you took your shot, and it just – didn't work out this time. But that can't stop you from taking that risk in the future. Because when you stop taking those risks, you end up like a team like the Carolina Panthers where you might be, you know, 6-11. and 11. I'm trying to do the math now that it's 17 games or 7-10, and 10, yeah. you know, things of that nature, even though they weren't even, um, you know, like a, a good team. Right. You, you know, but my point is you'll be in the middle of the pack and you'll never have that chance of getting over the top. So take that risk, Cleveland. Like, am I the only ones that would be like, "This is what you get"? Like, am I wrong for that? No, it would make for good. Uh, it make for a good soundbite. Like, I, I'm sorry, but it, I, I'll tell you right now, if if Deshaun Watson can't play football, and then they're like Baker Mayfield doesn't come back, one good for Baker Mayfield. But like, you're not gonna sit here and try to sell me, not you specifically, but like anybody. I'm not gonna feel bad for the Cleveland Browns for making the move for Deshaun Watson. And okay. He doesn't play football. Like, I just get the vibe that. That's going to be the narrative. Like, oh, you know, if only they had Deshaun. Like, yeah, but they knew this going in. Like, all I'm saying is if he doesn't play football, miss me with the, oh, poor Browns. No, just miss me with that completely and utterly. Poor Amari Cooper. He didn't sign up for this. I don't care what Amari Cooper signed up for. Just, just I'm telling you right now, if Deshaun doesn't play, miss me with all of that uh, feeling bad for the Browns things because I don't feel bad for the Browns mostly because of what the Cavs did to me. I picked them twice. And plus, you got to feel bad about the Jags. You ain't got no bad feelings s- for another team. I your literally team- have so much stuff to feel bad for. Yeah, I get it. And have you seen the Rays start to the season? It's pretty bad. It's terrible. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going right for me in my sports life right now. Wow. Okay, not a lot. So we're gonna have to turn these things around starting uh, next Thursday. When the Jags make a pick at number one, and then I'll let you know on next Friday if I'm depressed or not. Okay? Because I'll let you know if I'm sad or happy. Icky Iguanu! Yeah, I'll be depressed. I won't come into work. <laughs> I will not come into work if it's that day. Oh, but man. Nonetheless, we got more to do. Brian Middleton did have that tooth procedure. We'll tell you about that. Uh, Brian's really upset about the USFL, which is uh, interesting, but nonetheless. Uh, and then some vague headlines as well, and then we will give it away to the Jumbo Shrimp, who, by the way, Max Meyer on the bump, Ronald Acuna on the visiting side. That is going to be an exciting at-bat, Acuna and Max Meyer. So you will not want to miss that. Get to the stadium if you're on the way down there listening to us. We appreciate it. Be safe, arrive safely, and then enjoy the game. But if you'll still be rocking with us in a couple of minutes, we'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. If you're listening right now, car, home, anywhere you're listening, if you could hear my voice right now, I need to explain something to you that was just explained to me during the break, which I still can't wrap my head around. So I said to Brian Middleton, his work schedule uh, at the TV side of the building, 
Uh, his weekends are different than most everybody else's. His weekend starts today as soon as he leaves here. He's off uh, for the next his next couple days. And, you know, somehow we got into the conversation of, like, you know, what you going to do tomorrow? He said, you know, I'm going to get my hair cut, and then I'm probably going to go get my passport. I said, oh, okay. Like, where are you going? Like, that's that's an obvious follow-up question. Like, oh, you're getting your passport. Where are you going? Brian Middleton told me nowhere. I'm just getting it. You never know when you're going to need it. So my question is, is he the only person on the planet to just go on a random Wednesday with no trip plan to get his passport? Because it's not normal. Like, people don't get the passport until they need it. You're the, you're the only one. Fun fact, USPS just sent me my passport appointment reminder. <laughs> I lie to you not. Thank you for using USPS.com. This is a reminder that your passport appointment has been scheduled for such and such date at such and such time. Yeah. Till such and such time, keep your confirmation number handy in case you need to change or cancel your appointment. Listen here, Casey. I'll explain it to you, and hopefully our listeners uh, don't share in your uh, frivolity. I don't even think that's a word, but you'll get what I mean as I finish this statement. Okay. Okay? I'm a planner to a certain degree. I like ad-libbing to a certain degree, right? I love it. You love it. I literally live my life that way. I like it. And you live your life like that, and that's cool. It's fun, right? Yeah. It's freeing to a certain point. It is. How many things have you missed out on that you don't even know? But more importantly, the things that know. you missed out on that you do know about if you're honest about yourself that came from not planning. Listen, if I want to go to South Korea, I almost said North. Thought about it. It's like, I don't even think we got flights that go in there. We can't go there. Okay. Now. If I wanted to go to South Korea. Yep. Right. Seems today, like a cool spot, honestly. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Right? Yeah. I have no inkling to go. have no reason to go. I'm just saying, if I wanted to, couldn't do it. But I have the funds, the resources. I have the time, the ability. Sure. And I want to plan to have what I need in order to go to places that I can't go to right now when I want to go to them. It's just a, it's just a wild concept. It's not a wild concept. Planning's not a wild concept to those who uh, uh, are focused. No. If yeah. When you're at such and such location for yep. your uh, appointment. If there's anybody else there and you ask them, hey, I guarantee you, I will put money on it that the person at the post office, one, if they're not miserable, which most of them are, and listen, I don't I don't blame you. You have to deal with people all day that don't know what they're doing. Man, I watched this documentary about this one lady that, well, we can't talk about that. At the, at the post office, Yep. people were deleting, and I was like, man, I hope that I hope that trend never comes back. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What are you saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I hope that doesn't come back either because it sounds terrifying. Because I don't, you didn't really finish your sentence. But then, yeah. yeah, it's okay. Well, go look it up on your favorite streaming service or something. I don't know. Um, listen, I guarantee you, if the person is in a good mood that is doing your passport thing, they're gonna ask you where are you going, yeah. and you are gonna look somebody dead in the face like, on a, a Wednesday after. I'm a planner. <laughs> I'm gonna be like I'm a planner, and that's why, huh? That's why. <laughs> Life, for me, when things get out of whack, I'm going to be able to pivot a lot better. I know people think I don't plan. I live life on the edge. I'm ad-libbing all the time, so I should be used to ad-libbing. But the amount of constant stress and the missing out on things that actually help you pivot better result from planning. Listen, man, I'm preaching better than you listening right now. I, I don't even got time to really focus on this too much more. But I will say this. The passport in hand, if I had to get up out of Florida, let's say things kind of went down and I had to get up out of Florida, uh -huh. 
and 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 you had to get up out of Florida too because you was talking crazy. We had to get up out of the country. Yeah, just to Canada. Yep. You here? You you in a uh, Pember? Where you at? Uh, Pemberton. Uh, what's the P word? Valparaiso. Uh, Starts with a V. Uh, yeah, I know it got a P in there though. You at you at <laughs> yeah. Tampa St. Pete? Yep. I'm trying to think where your family's at. The one that uh, your granddad that uh, gives you orange pop. Oh yeah, he's yeah. In, he's in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You be there. You stuck there because you don't have a passport. You ain't even thinking about it. But that's cool though. I bet you your uh, significant other. I bet you she gets it though. I bet you she's on my side. When you go home tonight, don't talk about work. But if you do, ask her. Does it make sense just to have a passport ready? No, there is not. Uh, there is not one person who ever got a passport that didn't have something at least planned a little bit. No, that's a generalization, but that's cool. You're gonna look somebody. That, I'm a planner. Yes, ma'am. I'm a planner. I just want to be prepared. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, no. I'm not gonna yeah, say that. You're gonna be like, yeah, I got vacation plan. No, 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 no. I'm gonna no, say, hey, I don't, I don't have anywhere to go. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just getting this. Give them the whole spill about planning. <laughs> because most of those people there are, you know, they're grown up, grown up. And if they don't understand the value of planning, like, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one teaching them. Education costs, Casey Kurtz. It do. It really do. It sure does, boy. It, it really, really Kids do. Kids don't take you know out that. loans, huh? Yeah. Don't take out loans to get in the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. That's true. All right. What are we doing, man? Yeah, man. You got some vague headlines or what? Uh, vague headlines? No, I'm talking about what I'm angry about. We do vague headlines in the next block, right? Oh, yeah, 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 50, yeah, yeah. Right? I forgot. That's right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so, that's right. I teased that. Explain to me this. What? The USFL uh-huh. that I'm almost positive nobody watched, right? You might have been the only one. Oh, I didn't um, watch. Okay. So, the USFL that uh-huh. I'm sure somebody watched, um, I was watching golf or something, uh, which kind of tells you where that's at. Okay. Um, but you, something that happened, I'm guessing not on the field since you didn't watch, uh, really got you upset, aggravated, and it makes no sense to me, so you're going to need to explain it for the people to understand because it's a wild concept. I'll try to, okay? Uh, so, Casey, you know, the older I get, the more I like giving people the credit they deserve, whether it be good mm-hmm. or bad, and today is no different. So, the United States Football League started their season this past week in Alabama. That's how you say it, right? Alabama. There you go, Keith Jackson. Okay, so Casey, you're familiar with the USFL, clearly. Barely. uh, And you didn't watch any of the games. No, sir. And I didn't either. But I do know that Terrell Owens scored a touchdown at 48 years old. That's kind of impressive. Is that right? Yeah. He scored on the last play of a game. Really? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, They still lost the game. Okay. But instead of this week right here being about how this new league fared with viewership and how the teams looked, or even how the players that are clawing to get a chance at a shot at the NFL, or maybe even the coaches who might get a chance to show what they're made of. That's not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Instead, you want to know what the USFL is known for this week? Yeah, what we got? Chicken salad. Yeah. Gonna need more. Yeah, no, 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 no. Chicken salad, that's all you get right now. Okay. Now, fun fact about chicken salad in my world, Casey, because I have one. One of my former football coaches had a phrase he loved to say, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken-ish. Now, he don't say ish in his phrasing, right? But I got to say that or the FCC is going to send us an invoice here at ESPN 690. And I ain't got no money for that. I got to pay for a passport where I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) See, that was ad-lib. Anyway. It was good. Apparently, there's a coach in the USFL who also has a strong philosophy towards the mayonnaise-based all-white meat concoction. His name? Kirby Wilson, head coach of the Pittsburgh Maulers, the okay. 0-1 Pittsburgh oh. Maulers. Uh-oh. 
And apparently the USFL has a reality TV series uh, for the league called United by Football. And in the latest episode... On what channel? I don't know. I saw it on uh, uh, one Just of these. I'll figure it out. Apps, yeah. Uh, in the latest episode, Coach Kirby cut a player off and cut a player off the team completely over chicken salad. Coach Kirby Wilson cut running back. Uh, let's see if I mess this name up. Davion Smith, because Smith oh, yeah. doesn't eat chicken salad and asks to have a slice of pizza for lunch instead. Now, the stupidity of this situation is impressive. Kirby said in his interview on the reality uh, show that no disrespect would be tolerated and what Smith did fell under disrespect, and thus he cut him from the team over chicken salad. Now, Casey, this brings me to one of two conclusions. Yep. Kirby either really likes chicken salad or really hates pizza. And you know what? I think that might be it. I think it's clear that Kirby hates pizza the way the Clippers hate actually playing four good quarters of basketball <laughs> with their playoff lives on the line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Coach Kirby Wilson hates pizza the way Jada Pinkett hates oh. Will Smith. Oh. Casey Kurtz, Coach Kirby hates pizza the way Urban Meyer hates oh. accountability. Casey, I bet you old Curbs hates pizza the way Amazon hates worker unions, but I digress. <laughs> to say oh, no. this stinks of a power trip is to be putting it kindly. Yeah. I mean, the guy must think this football team is Twitter, and he's Elon Musk the way he's trying to take it over. <laughs> and before I move any further, I want to let it be known, the only Kirbys I will recognize from here on out are the head football coach for the national champs up in Athens mm -hmm. and the Nintendo video yep. game character from the planet Pop-Tar. Look it up. His first name. Kirby. You bet it. You know, and so as I wrap up this little rant, I'm going to ask one of my favorite wrestlers of all time to help me out with this, so hopefully this works out, okay? Okay. If you think pizza is better than chicken salad, give me a hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think Coach Kirby Wilson has lost a lot of his locker room already, give me a hell yeah. And I'm all for discipline, Casey, but if yeah. you think that Kirby should probably remove the stick from his posterior, give me a hell yeah. Thank you, Steve Austin. And as my play cousin Warren Buffett says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. That's true. Kirby Wilson, 23 years as a running backs coach in the NFL, and in two and a half minutes, he has potentially wiped out all of that with this Bush League stunt. Casey Kurtz. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, hey, the Pittsburgh Maulers, by the way, the logo is like a dude in a hard hat with like a giant, like hammer-looking thing, like he's about to hit somebody with it. So, like, hey, that's not good. Also, you remember Blair Brown? Blair Brown. Okay, is he on the team? Is he, well, so, is he see, associated with the team? I mean, this is a guy that played for the Jags in the NFL, and he's on the practice squad. They got practice squad. Yeah, but, like, why is Blair Brown not good enough to be on the team? Well, you know, Kirby Wilson's out here, and it's all about respect. He was drafted in the 31st round. Okay, so Blair Brown was drafted in the 31st round of the USFL draft. He was drafted in the fifth round of the NFL draft. So I'm not sure what to do with that information, but I think it, it it's valuable in this situation. So... Uh, yeah, that's a pretty interesting story that you had there. Um, you know, the USFL, maybe the show's going to be a little better than anticipated. Apparently it's on Fox, by the way, Fox 30 here in town. So uh, you can check that out. Check your local listings to find out the times it is on. 
Um, but that is uh, the kind of stuff you can find on that program. Coach Kirby cutting players because they don't eat chicken salad. Uh, that is the world we live in. And that is a sports topic, folks. That is a sports topic out of the USFL. Big headlines on the other side will be our bag. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. We roll along on a Tuesday. Did I say Wednesday earlier? No. I don't know why. Tuesday. Wednesday was just in my head, but That's nonetheless, it is Tuesday. And she chooses. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Uh, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Brian Melton, Case Carrots, rocking with you until 6.50 when we hand it to the Jumbo Shrimp. But until that time, we have a couple things to do, but right now. Is vague headlines, right? Right now is vague headlines. Casey Kirk, we haven't done this in a, in a week, right? Yeah, I know. We didn't do it at all last week because the uh, the lightning edition of the show five times, uh, thanks to the boys being up in uh, uh, Durham. So, yeah, we didn't have it at all last week, but we're back. We got the vague headlines. You had a whole week to figure out some good ones, so they better be good. Oh, okay. Well, you know, sorry to disappoint ahead of time. So, all right, Casey, first two, baby goat or the best around? Baby goat or the best around? Okay. So here's my thought, right? You're trying to bait me in to talking about LeBron. Mm. So then I wouldn't pick baby goat, right? Mm. But then the best around, I think, could also be about LeBron. You're the best so around. Okay. Uh, karate kid. Yeah, no, I got you. I'll take uh, baby goat. Baby goat. Actual headline. Young NBA star earning massive praise. Divides NBA Twitter. Breakdown, Casey Kurtz. Yeah. Anthony Davids. I'm sorry, Anthony Davids. Oh, not Anthony Davids. I know that one's. Anthony Edwards. Yep. Fame continues to grow as he draws GOAT comparisons again from the fans. Now, that's news to me. I didn't hear it the first time, but they're saying again. Okay, so Edwards helped his seventh-seeded team take a 1-0 lead against the second-seeded Grizzlies earlier this uh, uh, late last week. Yeah. Uh, in Memphis, and Twitter erupted uh and it was edwards first ever playoff game the final score 130 to 117 anthony led the wolves with 36 points six assists yeah and then cat also pitched in 29 points uh with on 11 of 18 shooting and 13 rebounds after the amazing game one twitter account with the handle of dr guru said mj plus lebron and you get anthony edwards high Uh high praise Uh uh-oh my question to you, oh, nothing, nothing even crazy. I just need it straightforward. Yeah. Is this what you're seeing from this kid? <laughs> um, I mean, listen, he's definitely talented, but, you know, 21 points a game. Like, I, I get it. Like, he's he's super talented. Like, you've seen some good stuff from him. The numbers are okay. The shooting percentage is good. He does a lot of things. He can dunk on your head and totally end your life. Um, but, like, I need to see more, right? Like, I, I ain't going to... I'm not going to draw those comparisons this early on because what he's doing is making people take notice. But if, like, this whole season we didn't sit around and say, hey, you know, Anthony Edwards is that dude. No, we talked about other people like that. He's definitely good. He's definitely going to continue to be good. Might he get there one day? Maybe. I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say maybe. But, like, at this current moment that we stand, no. He had a couple of good games. Okay. Uh, we may still do the best around. I may make an executive decision on this because I, I okay. definitely want to get your opinion on that. But uh, we'll move on to uh, the next two. Day of Reckoning or 
Who's paying? Day of reckoning or who's paying? You know I need to know who's paying. Who's paying non-sporting headline, actual headline, divorce attorney explains why men should always pay on the first date. Oh, shit. Casey, who says chivalry is dead? A TikTok famous divorce attorney divulged why it's important for men to fork it over on their first time out with a significant other. Quote, men should always pay on the first date and get this. For our own good, explains attorney Justin Lee, a Toronto separation lawyer. Okay. Your date, whoever that is, may very well be the person you end up marrying. And trust him uh, when he says, as a divorce lawyer, who you end up marrying is very important. Yeah. So when you pay, doing so will reveal the true nature of whom you're across the table from, for better or worse. So let's say at the end of the date, you pull out your wallet, you offer to pay, and your date just sits there expecting you to pay as if it was the obvious course of action. In that moment, what did you just learn? Well, Casey, you just learned that the person in front of you is entitled and frankly has the audacity to expect a near stranger to pay for them. Question, Casey Kurtz. Yeah. Freshly married Casey Kurtz. This is not going to go well. Casey and Amanda Kurtz. That's us. Blue Kurtz. That's her. Yeah. Does this sound like solid advice? This is a softball, Casey. You can get brownie points. You can be dishonest and get brownie points right now. Does this sound like solid advice for men? Who who gave the advice again? A Toronto separation lawyer. A divorce, a divorce lawyer. A man or a woman? Justin Lee. I don't give out pronouns no more unless they tell me. That's fair enough. You're not getting me canceled out here, Casey Kurtz. That's, I'm sorry. I set you up for that. Um, I, listen, I would take the advice of the person. So I just want to make sure we got you locked in. Yep. You think that men should pay for the first date to see whether or not they're dealing with a gold digger. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. You know what I mean? I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I'm putting words in your mouth. I think this goes back to a conversation we had recently. We got to do better as men. You remember that conversation? Yeah, know yourself, know your worth. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so you got to figure out what type of person you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Right? You get what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, listen, I just wanted to make sure that we got it locked in, Casey. You got to figure out that the person that you're with is with you because of you, not because of, like, your money or your job. Like, you got to realize that the person that you're with or the person that you think you're going to be with is with you because of who you are and how you guys go together, not because of how much you have in your wallet. Okay. Am I wrong? No, no, no. You're Tell not. me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. That's not, not what wrong. I said. Dang it. I, I, I wish I had it queued up. I, I do, it's but okay. I, I'm just not going to it uh, Let me jump to the best round before I go to the last one because I, I just want to make sure uh, I get there. Yep. All right, best round, uh, also non-sporting, uh, but the actual headline is the best regional fast food chains in every state. For okay. Florida, uh-huh. take a guess. I'll give you two guesses. Am I gonna? Am I gonna be mad? Just I don't know. Okay, I don't uh, know where you. Chick Fil A. Nah, bro. What's like only in Florida? Is it like an only in Florida no, thing? No, no. Well, I don't know if this is only in Florida, but some of the states had uh, national chains. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely not Arby's. Where do people be staying at? Uh, Oh, is it is Wawa a thing? Is that an option? No, it has to be fast food. Yeah, Wendy's. LeBron had a great year as a player. What? <laughs> Where does that come in? Okay, uh, so Casey, here's the deal. The answer is Four Rivers Barbecue. Have you been there? No. Yeah, I've only seen one. 
I think it's off of Bay Meadows near like 95, and I think I've been there one time, but it was voted the best barbecue um, in 2020. I don't know what happened in 2021. Oh, they have, okay. They yep. have 14 Florida locations. I'm not going to do a whole promo for them because yep, they ain't paying no money. But uh, apparently they got good brisket. Okay. Four Rivers. So I was going to ask you if you've been. Nope. Okay. Why? Wait, why are they the number They're the number one? Well, I was going to tell you, but if I tell you, it's basically a promo. And I'm not promoing because, as you said before, when you cut me off okay. three weeks ago. Well, I don't promo people if they don't pay us money. Yeah, I agree with that. Let me tell you this, though. That's horrible. Okay. Oh. Like, you're telling me in the whole state that's, that's number terrible. one and there's only 14 locations? There's 14 Chick-fil-A's in a span of three miles here in Jacksonville. So you're trying to tell me that people are eating more at some place there's only 14 of than there's 876 Chick-fil-A's? I don't believe that. Where'd you get your numbers from, Brian Middleton? Because LeBron had a great year as a you, player. You need to hit the stop the cap <laughs> button on those people because they is lying. Stop the cap. There you go. What else we got? Okay. Let's uh, get to the uh, Here we go. Who's in more trouble? Or who are you more impressed with? Uh, who's in more trouble? Who's in more trouble? Actual headline. NBA playoffs. Game two. Got some matchups for you, Casey Kurtz. Yep. So we got a bunch of teams down 1-0. Or not a bunch. Three teams down 1-0. Yep. The Hawks. The Grizzlies. Yep. The Pelicans. Yep. And they all play tonight. Yep. Staggered at 7.30, and 10 o'clock. Casey Kurtz, which one of these three teams need to not be down 2-0 to still have a chance to win in this series. <laughs> um, I mean, who's in the most trouble? The Pelicans, because they're not beating the Suns. So I'm going to take them out of it. Um, I think the Grizzlies lose tonight again, but I still think they ultimately win the series. I just think they're better and they will be better in Minnesota's hot. But uh, Atlanta, if they want any chance, they have to win tonight. Trey Young has to be better than he has been. Um, so for my money, the team that has to win is the Atlanta Hawks. All right. You, you're going to... No, I was going to say that's it for vague headlines because uh, they had to kind of rush it at the end. But also a good call on that Dallas game, man. You've been leery hey, of man. Utah. You know me. And I wanted to give you a pat on the back. I wasn't going to test you uh, any praise, but I definitely wanted to let you know on the air, uh, as much as you get stuff wrong, and you get stuff wrong all the time, I mean, just up go, and down the board, break. every go sport. But you got that right. Go to the break. You know, Utah's in trouble. Hey, Jalen Brunson, though, I tell you what, 42. Shout out to the boys. So, uh, got an update on ticket prices for NBA playoff games because that's become a thing, and I feel like I have to continue to update the people. You can go tonight for cheaper than you might be able to get the barbecue place. I don't know what their prices are. They feel expensive, <laughs> but I promise you, you can go to one of those three games for pretty cheap. We'll tell you what that is on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Couple minutes to go. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. I told you before the break, I got to give you an update. Okay. So we've been on these NBA tickets. It was like $18 to go to the Clippers game. Uh, it was the first game in Dallas that was like 30 bucks or something like that. So we've got three games tonight. You got the Heat. You got the Hawks. Unfortunately, down in Miami, FTX Arena, it's going to be about $95 to get in at the lowest price. So, you know, it's not what we're talking about. You go to Phoenix, the Suns, the best team in basketball, uh, according to their record, obviously. Um, about 76 bucks to get in. So, you know. But in Memphis, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, for only $22, 
you can go and watch the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves tonight, which is weird because the Grizzlies are the two seed. Oh, $21. The ticket prices are dropping as we go. Brian Middleton, for $21, would you do it? For $21, uh, Memphis? Memphis. Yeah, sure. What else is there to do? Sure. I mean, $21 to see the now, – now, granted, they're showing me a picture of the uh, the arena and, like, your seat, like a view from your seat. It's uh, it's pretty far away. You are way up there. Oh, it's only one ticket? Oh, no, you can get two. Two, three, four, six. Why not five? But anyway, nonetheless, you're pretty far up there for $21. But nevertheless – I mean, think of the things that you can get away with with $21, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can do a lot of things. Well, you can't get a lot of gas. But there's some other things if you if you stretch your money the right way, including getting to an NBA playoff game. Yeah. That's a good little deal. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But, uh, you know, $21 it is. You know what I'm going to do with my $21 tonight? What's that? Put yeah. it on uh, Memphis? No, sir. I think I'm going to go get some Chick-fil-A when we get out of here to bring the whole show for full circle. By the way, real quick, how's your tooth? We didn't do that yet. Uh, uh, well, it's gone. I don't know how it's doing. But my mouth is fine. So you got it pulled today? Yeah, man. I got it set up for the implant and everything. When is that happening? Uh, two weeks. Okay. All right. The tooth debacle has been solved right here on Action Sports Jacks Overtime on ESPN 690. We are back tomorrow. We will talk to you then. For now, it's Jumbo Shrimp Baseball coming up next right here on ESPN 690. Ronald Acuna is in Jacksonville. He will play against Max Meyer and the Shrimp. We will do that on the other side. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great night.